0: Welcome everyone, I just wanted to share some things and kind of let it flow as I'm feeling it right now, Um, I'm out in nature so if you hear bikes going by or random dogs or the water flowing, um, I am at a trail hanging out with nature. It was Oshun Day the other day, um, so Ashe and blessings to all those who practice the Ifa orisha rituals and spirituality. So what is really on my heart right now is being queer in being Ethiopian or Abasha, um, it is well. Let's break it down. So, being being Abisha is something that, like, I've grown up my whole life to be proud of. You know, everyone in the community is really. You know, about that life, about being with avishas and helping out each other, helping each other out and just doing the most. It's a lovely and interesting, eclectic <laughs> community, um, just like any other community, you know, there's gossip and there's, there's things that aren't so great, um, but... starting to realize as time goes by that for me personally, one of my biggest issues with our culture is the homophobia and sexism that plays into our communities um, and just like the traditional quote-unquote or... Old fashioned way of looking at things. Um, I think that's just one of the biggest issues uh, that I keep running into when it comes to our communities. Um, It's very much like, you know, a girl should dress and look like this and act like that and do X, Y, and Z and a boy should do this, and, um, of course, like, in our culture, it's just, like, you want to make your parents happy, especially being first generation here, it makes you feel like you have a certain expectation to live up to, because, you know, your parents traveled all this way, they went through, like, so much crap just for you to, you know, reside in a safe and, like, A safe and you know just like a good place for you to expand and become the adult they would like you to become (laughs) and you know like that is really cherished in our culture but I never really realized how much being queer was an issue in my household because when I started, when I was around 18, I started dressing a little bit differently, I started dabbling into more, um, quote-unquote men's clothes or more masculine, um, outfits, and it was really more for comfort and for, like, okay, like, I went through this super femme phase where I'm, like, wearing booty shorts all the time and, like, Wanting to wear the tightest shirt and wanting to have my boobs, like, all pressed up in my push-up bra, which was fun, and I still have times when I, like, want to be that bitch, but in, uh, you know, like, at that time when I was 18, I was like, you know what, I'm so over... All this like looking super cute in this certain way. I was like, whatever. I think I look super fly and I'm hella comfortable in these clothes that have pockets. Okay. They have big old pockets and I don't need to carry a purse all the time. So I was like, of course, This sounds so chill. Like I didn't really overthink it. You know, I was just like, yeah, I'm going to get this clothes. I'm going to wear it more often. And yeah. So doing that caused a lot of issues in my household At the time I had already like shaved uh, like ha- like both sides of my head and I just like kind of had hair on top like a mullet not a mullet <laughs> I mean like a mohawk so like just like straight back I had hair in the middle and then the sides were all shaved off and I thought I looked pretty dope I still think about doing it doing that same hairstyle again because it was so fly. And yeah, my parents were not having it, man. They were not having it. Um, long story short, me and my dad—well, really, me and my parents—got in an argument about like the way I was dressing. Uh, mind you, like we didn't go out to see their friends. We didn't like there was no like community involvement really there because we were in Florida, um, and we just didn't have that community there. Uh, but. They were really offended by the way I was dressing, and um, you know, just kind of like representing the household in this way. Which to me, it really wasn't any kind of way. It was just comfortable and it was different. Um, and ooh, got windy there. And yeah, so I wanted to dress a certain way, and then my parents were just like, "Okay, well, here's an ultimatum: you either." keep dressing like this, and you have to leave, or you can live here and dress, you know, what they would assume is normal, um, and I definitely didn't do that, I moved out, because I just felt like, I felt like I had been, um, like, pushed into being a certain way, a lot of the times growing up uh and also I think I was just trying to find my identity you know I was just trying to find who I was in this space who I was um you know as an adult or like a young adult just like trying to figure out my way you know and they were not having it so I left and I just didn't even realize that that was a homophobic moment in my household, um, I just never put two and two together until literally this year, so that's about six years where I didn't really think about the situation, um, I just thought, you know, if I did think about it, I was just like, yeah, my parents just, you know, wanted to kind of, you know, micromanage what I was doing, but it was bigger than that because, The more I started looking into Ethiopian policies about, say, marijuana or being homosexual, um, yeah, they just didn't have good laws about that, and now I just saw that there are people pushing for a 25-year jail sentence for people who are found to be homophobic, or I mean, for people who are... Um, found to be homophobes oh my gosh why am I why am I fucking up these words so bad (laughs) oh my gosh okay Um, but for 25 years in jail if you are gay basically and they basically are creating an uh, anti-association anti for the LGBTQ um, communities, uh, which I don't think there's that many of them, I don't think there's that many of them, but, uh, you know, like a community of them, I don't know how many of them are rallying up together, but man, I was just shook and hurt and, you know, for a while I genuinely thought I might be the only queer, um, the only queer Ethiopian in my state, in the country, like, but I recently found a Instagram page where it's about LGBTQIA+. Uh, plus abashas and it's honestly brought me so much relief, and it's made me feel like it's okay to talk about these things more, um, because, I mean, 25 years in jail, in first off, not just American jail, no, Ethiopian jail, I'd be scared than a bitch, look, that does not sound good to me at all, and, um, yeah, I just wanted to talk about that, because, It's amazing how proud I am to be Ethiopian, right? But at the same time, I feel a lot of pain and I feel very uncomfortable being queer in Abishah settings. I feel a lot when I go do that because I feel like you never know what's going to happen. Like, I feel like because I'm not out to my family completely um I mean I've told them all that I'm interested in women uh but you know that doesn't have to do with me being queer that doesn't have to do with all of me it just has to do with like literally one part um but I don't think they need to know I don't feel like I need to come out I feel that I have to do what's best for me to be comfortable and also they need to do what's best for them to be comfortable too cuz I want my family in my life but at the same time it's just those who I can talk to about this especially Ethiopians that I can talk to about LGBTQ I plus issues that's the best thing for me right now um not to say like this is like on the forefront of my mind every day but really when you sit down and think about being queer in america that's one thing yes there are definitely homophobic people um and just really horrible situations and of course our bland our black trans sisters who just you know are getting the worst of all of this it's just amazing how such like, a prideful country is so stuck in the past. Mind you, when you go to Ethiopia, there's literally so much that is stuck in the past. Not only their mindsets, but literally everything. So, um, not really here to point the finger at anybody, but it is just really important to... You know, check in with your queer uh, first-generation friends and uh, family friends, and all that stuff. I mean, it's just a different—it's a different energy. I feel like it was so different for me growing up, uh, not only because of me being queer, but like a lot of things when it comes to identity and. Uh, like, sharing space with people and, I mean, communication. I feel like that's a, a big one, too. But because we never really talk about this stuff, it's just, like, known or supposed to be known. But anyways, yeah. I was just <laughs> thinking about this because I saw this post today about the... About all of the uh, bills. that they're trying to pass it's really sad I mean I was scared to look too queer when I went there recently but then I realized like there were some people that were more masculine uh, than I dress, and I was like relieved but scared for them at the same time because I'm like what I didn't I didn't know this was allowed because when I last checked there was already Uh, I don't know if it was 7 or 14 years for people who uh, were gay in Ethiopia. So, yeah. Moral of the story is be kind to those who are coming out. Don't force people or tell uh, people that they are this or that, but really listen. Take your time to really work out how you view things everything is just our perception, right? Everything feels and is processed through our perception Um, and it's okay to see the shitty parts in things while still seeing the beauty uh, but don't be blinded by love. You know, really understand that even if something is so great, so big, so, you know, full of greatness, don't forget that everything has something that can be worked on. Okay? I guess that metro train coming by is a sign that I should keep on with my walk. Alright, later y'all. Oi, I was <laughs>